This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Welcome into a bonus episode where we simply just go over some viewers' questions here on Metalhead Journeys. Welcome in to Metalhead Journeys. Yeah, we're starting. Okay, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Put the phone down. I think you're going to warning today. This is a bonus episode. Oh, I'm really getting thrown for a loop. Basically, we've actually had feedback and some interaction stuff. Oh, wow. So, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I got five questions here. Uh, they're for a mixture of me and you. Actually, majority more so you. Of course. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's always me, damn it. But uh, one in here is actually kind of interesting, which I didn't want to write it in, but he did input it, so I felt it was right to add it in. Why are you always an asshole? Because I am. Because that's just the way Bill is. All right, so this is a little bonus episode for you guys. So this one comes from John, without an H, just J-O-N, because he's a badass like that. He says, correct me if I'm wrong, but why are Rob's reviews just, I didn't like it, and Bill's more detailed? Okay. So, to answer that, uh, Bill is, is a musician? Was a musician? Do you practice? I don't. Uh, once every <laughs> blue moon when seagulls fly in the right formation over crop circles in Iowa. Gotcha, okay. Uh, basically, Bill's a musician and has been in bands, so that kind of knowledge is just more abundant within his brain, I guess you could say. Which actually kind of makes the podcast kind of interesting, because you got a musician's at point of view, and then you got just like a casual fan's point of view. But even with Bill being a fan, he still, like, uh, has just been around in the scene longer. So, just more knowledge. So, I think it's just more so... You're not incorrect in what you asked. Uh, yeah, my reviews are usually rather plain and bland. And sometimes just knowing how to express yeah. how you feel about it, too. It's just, and his are more, if he's getting more technical terms as far as, like, music goes, as far as, like, you know, like, tone or melody or something like that, that's just because he's knowledgeable on that, and I'm not. That, and I'm verbose, and I like to hear the sound of my own voice, so I will verbal diarrhea and make it sound like I know what the hell I'm talking about, and I probably don't. Oh, okay. (laughs) But, yeah. No, you're not, you're, you're not wrong. Mine are just kind of like, eh, I didn't like it. Mine reviews are rather bland. So I definitely had some of those of my own in there, to be fair. But if you're hearing more stuff, yes, yes. I'm just a music fan, and Bill is more of a musician, so that's kind of what separates us. Is you get two different point of views of it. But yeah, that's that's what that is. Uh, that one I'm saving for last, because I actually really like that one. Uh, David, which um, this is one that I loved. Do the original YouTube vids still hold up? Which, first of all, if you're talking about those, <laughs> oh, how fucking long have you been listening to us where you know about those? Like, 
And the, secondly, if you're talking about the top tens of like, me, like metalcore and like top ten <laughs> hard rocks, no, we've gone back and watched those like sitting here bullshitting late at night, and I cringe at my picks. <laughs> um, mine kind of do. Like they're probably not this, not the picks that I would make now, but they're they're still decent. It's really the underrated one. I mean, those are bands that I still feel that more people should know about. Yeah, my but my top tens. I mean, to, to be fair, you ask me a top ten, I'm going to give you a different list every single day because I, my opinion changes every single day. Yeah. So, yes, but probably no. Yeah, mine is, uh, like, I remember some of mine were like, Everyone Dies in Utah, they've released a bunch of, like, not a bunch, like two or three albums. <clears throat> Haven't even sniffed it, don't care to. It's not because I dislike them, it's just because I just don't care for that style, really. So your taste has definitely changed uh, since we did this. I think like my number one, was my number one Project Vela? I think my number one was Project Vela. They for which? Underrated. I think so. They came out with like another album I saw, because I still follow them on like Facebook and stuff like that. Didn't listen to their new album. Didn't really want to go and listen to their new album. Again, not because I like think their music is bad, I just have grown past it, so... I'd have to look at the hard rock stuff. I know I had like this disturbed in there or something like I don't know. I have to go back and like watch some of them, but fifty uh, fifty, yes or no? But if those are the videos you're talking about, they they hold up as well as any years old video you'll find on YouTube where somebody's spouting their opinion. But yeah, I don't shocked that anyone has seen those. <laughs> All right, this one comes from Sabrina. I like the name. Uh, female artists you like that are not just for their looks. Uh, Drain STH loved that band. Um, I enjoyed Kitty for a while, and they kind of fell off my radar. Uh, God, put me on the spot here, and I'm trying to think of like female-fronted bands. Uh, there was one the album actually came out this year. Just Agonist, Arch Enemy. Uh, Agonist. No, I never cared for Arch Enemy. Didn't, no. didn't matter who the vocalist was. I never, I never really cared for Arch Enemy. Yeah, we've uh, never, we both don't really dive that deep into symphonic metal at all. Uh, um, front end. I don't mind Spirit Box. They're not as big on my list as when the album first came out, and I was kind of with everyone on the hype. They kind of yeah. slowly died off, but if Spirit Box comes on, I have no problem with Spirit Box. Courtney is still extremely, extremely talented. Um, Svalbard, Frail. Um, it's not metal, but pretty addicted. It's like evil, harsh UK dance alternative weird stuff. I don't know. Fucking love it. Um, Nightclub. Again, that's more like synth wave industrial. What the fuck was this? Oh, God, there's one band. I didn't even know it was a female vocalist till. Like I, I looked at their artist page on Facebook for I Am King. Like I really enjoyed their album this year. Um, had I had never heard of them. They came on. I was like, oh, this song's awesome. Listen to the album. Went, this is pretty cool. Went to their page. I was like, oh, female vocalist. All right, cool, whatever. Um, yeah, Svalbard has been really high on my list lately. Um, so there's a couple that I haven't like really. I don't like actively seek them out. But what I have heard, I've enjoyed. I don't mind what I've heard from the Pretty Reckless. I mean... Uh, I also don't mind what I've heard from Infected Rain. Baby metal? Like, 
Yeah, I enjoyed cool. Baby Metal when it, you know, when, even when they first came out, and Lord knows if you if you were saying like, oh yeah, I like Baby Metal because they're cute, that was just red flags for everyone back then because God, weird. they were all young. <laughs> I mean, it's still like it would feel weird saying that now. Um, I guess that's just what happens when we kind of get older. Yeah. Um, it's like it's, it's it's technically not like a bad thing if you're of age and you're like you're 19 but it's just like I'm like 14 years older than you this just feels fucking yeah. weird uh, it, it, just, mean, it just feels weird man. I've been an Avril Lavigne fan since her debut album you know as fucking buy the books like mostly pop pop punk as she was or is I think she's still doing stuff enjoyed her I don't know it's I have found myself over the last couple years like more so just listening to things and not really like looking into the band so there could be more and I just have no idea that you know they're female fronted because it's it's mattered less and less to me over the years um, really the only area where I'm still just like, I'm not a huge fan of female-fronted bands, and it's really more so just the genre. I'm not a fan of the genre in general. They just happen to be, like, the really big ones. It is like, the symphonic stuff that, uh, like, Nightwish and... Within Temptation. Within Temptation and all and that falls want into. Lacuna Count, Lacuna, they're gothic metal. They're not... Some, I mean, Lacuna Coil is kind of a, a yeah, I mean, bridge between the two, I guess. I enjoy Lacuna Coil. Gothic uh, I, I enjoyed Lacuna Coil, didn't give a shit about Lacuna Coil for a very long time, and then happened to listen to the last album and just went, this wasn't bad, so who, who knows? Maybe was, I need to revisit it, but their first two albums were great. There's one that I was just thinking of. So was it Sensifying and Comalies? Comalize? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Those were fantastic. What's up, Owl? Little Owl's popped in here. Little Owl. I didn't have it uploaded there. Step right there. Yeah, yeah. Owl's here. Uh, fuck, it was, a, it was a female one. I can't remember what the hell it was. Oh, do you count, like, 50-50 splits? <laughs> Dying Wish. Because I was say, uh, I, I do enjoy Make Them Suffer, which they have a female lead, and I don't think she sounds bad at all. Just a lead. Or uh, co-lead, yeah. or just, I mean, just backing vocals. It's still just backing vocals. Uh, I mean, uh, she's, from the newer songs that I've heard with her on it, she's definitely taken more of a role than... Um, Booka and blanking on the original girl's name ever did, but yeah. I mean, yeah, like they exist, but again, like it's it's mattered less and less to me who's in the band, so I don't really know. There, there could be more that I'm just not aware. Yeah. Alex Reed. Is what Owl says her name was. Ah, yeah, live. <laughs> said make them suffer are so good. Their new stuff's amazing. Make them suffer are incredible and probably one of the best debut albums out there. Yeah, I, yeah, that is. They're definitely on my list of like favorite debut albums. Their Never Blue album was incredible. Just yeah. don't go by the vinyl because you're not going to be. You're not going to like. It. I mean, like, so it's an inner, it's an inner and an outer sleeve, so it's not as bad, but it's okay. still. Alright, so second to last question comes from Ethan, which is definitely direct towards me, and it says, Why Dayseeker? Dude, because let me tell you, over the weekend, 
They played Incarceration. Fucking sucked. They, like, you know how I was like, they weren't bad when I saw them the first time? No, they fucking blew. I wonder if it's a wonder if it was a venue thing that was given oh, on their, God. their upper. Like, even, like, the people that I was, like, around were just like, this band sucks. And I'm like, ha, ah, I feel justified. Uh, mine is, Day Seeker for me is, it really just revolves around Rory. And it's just, I, I, I just like Rory's voice. When he does, as very little as he does, when he does jump into Uncleans, I think they're on point. And I just really like his cleans, even though he may be diva, emo, Bruno Mars. Oh, <laughs> Bruno Mars still has a good voice, so I'm going to Bruno Mars does love a good voice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I wonder if it was just, I wonder if it was a giant festival thing, or maybe... I have no idea. Maybe, maybe, they, maybe they just sound good in smaller venues, and they're not meant for big festivals. It's like, even like... Who knows? While I could say good things about the rest of the band, uh, when, they, when I saw them in Silverstein, I can't even say that about that performance. It was just... Dull and bad all around. You sucked. You sucked. So, I mean, people have bad performances. But I'll have to see them and see what I think and try not to have a bias. But yeah, Dayseeker for me, it, it's it's really just, it's mainly Rory. That's the main reason why I really like it. And it also, this more emotional Rory. Because early Dayseeker, I don't really dabble into. And even like their third album, uh, Dreaming is Sinking. What was it called? I can't remember. That, I only have like two songs off that that I like. It's really just their past two albums that I really, really like. Okay. Final one is from Demon. I think that's a made-up name. Uh, never know, though. And this is definitely, definitely towards you. They could have legally changed their name to Demon. Sure. Sure, why not? Uh, Ozfest, question mark. So I'm assuming you asked if you've ever been to Ozfest. Uh, if you have, what's your favorite one? Which, what's been the best lineup? I'm assuming, and then uh, compared to other festivals, where's Ozfest? Or I mean, I'm what, bi- what's the best Ozfest? I'm biased. Or best that, festival. I'm sorry. The, the first one I went to was 2001. So I went 2001 through 2006. Six? Did I go to six? It was either six or seven. Uh, whichever one was Free Fest. That's the first one that I didn't go to. I can't remember if that was 06 or 07. Um, I will always be biased about 2001 because that was my first concert. So that one will always be the best of the Ozfest for me. Um, you know, but that one had Slipknot. It had, I believe it had Slayer. It had Manson. Didn't have, it didn't have Slayer. That system of down. Fuck, I don't even remember. I don't even remember. <laughs> Um, but like that, I had been wanting to go to concerts. That was my first one. And that's the one that really made me fall in love with live music. Um, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, my dad was one of the ones who started to get me into heavier music with Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath played that Ozfest. You know, so it was nice to be able to go with my dad and, you know, let him see sabbath live for the first time and hear those songs with him you know look back on it now now that my dad's you know passed that means even more to me um so 2001 will always hold a a spot in my heart um other fests that i've been to i I did the mayhem fest every year that that was a thing um is it better than Ozfest, or does it depend on the lineup really (laughs) 
it was again like what makes it better i guess if you like what, what's what's your definition more? of better mayhem fest tended to be more my style because say what you will about ozfest they tended to be a lot more diverse in the types of bands that they brought along you know like they embraced the new metal but they'd also be like I don't know, fuck, we're going to bring Super Joint Ritual. We're going to bring Jimmy Borgir. We're going to bring Cradle of Filth. First time I saw Meshuggah was a fucking Ozfest. You know, Kill Switch Engage. But they were to also bring along bands like Third Strike and Pulse Ultra and Depth Swa. Like, the second and third tier of new metal they'd also bring out. So it was a lot more diverse. Fucking, they had Crazy Town, okay? Fucking butterfly bullshit. Like, it fucking crazy town. Papa Roach on main stage. Like, it was, it was a lot more diverse. Where I feel like Mayhem Fest was de- definitely stuck to heavier and harder bands. But even then, they would still diversify a little bit in there. You'd have, like, Under Oath on the same tour with um, Machine Head and Behemoth. And Cradle, not Cradle of Filth, Cannibal Corpse. And then you'd go over to main stage and have fucking Dragon Force. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so I. Honestly, I can't. I can tell you that I thought they were both better than Warp Tour. Like, I enjoyed Warp Tour, but Warp Tour was definitely not geared towards my taste. There was some crossover into like the hardcore and metalcore scenes you know like 18 visions would play it bleeding through played it i saw skindred there and early atreyu um, avenged so there'd be some crossover on warp tour but it was definitely more towards the punk and pop punk that i and skater that i wasn't really a fan of at the time and the, the bad thing about the bad and the great thing about Warp Tour is you'd have like 120 fucking bands all playing one day. So you'd have like 30 stages, which made planning your day fucking horrible because then you're just running around the fucking fairgrounds or wherever the hell they're playing it. You know, get, trying to see two songs from this band so you can run all the way over here and see one song from Melancholin before you run way over here to catch a song by NoFX before you run over here to catch all of Pennywise's set because why the fuck won't you watch all of Pennywise's set and then run over there to catch two songs by All American Rejects and then oh holy shit Poison the Wells playing let me run over there like it was great because you could see fuck anyone but it sucks just trying to plan your day well um God, what other festivals did I do? Furnace Fest. Uh, Furnace Fest. <sighs> you only, I was only did the one, but no, I've done two. Oh, you did the two, yeah. I did two. Uh, the first Furnace Fest I went to was amazing, but again, it was supposed to be amazing. You know, it was bringing back all of the bands from the early two thousands that half of them weren't even bands anymore to do a one off festival. It was supposed to be amazing, and it lived up to those expectations. And then they decided to bring it back. And the second year's lineup, while still good, I don't think was nearly as mind-blowing as that first year's. This year they're having it. I looked at the lineup and just went, I don't care. 
So I mean, that that one like fell off quick for me. Um, there are some smaller ones out there. You know, I've been looking into Full Terror Assault. Where the past couple years, like the lineups have been good. I I'm not that wowed by this year's. I kind of feel like they blew their load getting Cavalera and then didn't get a lot to support it, but that's just me. Uh, there are people out there saying that this is the best lineup that they've ever had, but it's a lot of like smaller and underground thrash and death metal bands that I don't know, and when I checked them out, wasn't all that impressed by. I don't know. It could be a great time. I've never been to it. This was supposed to be my first year, but instead I'm just going to see... Uh, Cavalera down in Columbus the day before the festival because they're playing down there and I already have the day off. Uh, Dark Force Fest, I did that this year in New Jersey. It's not a metal festival. There's like They had some metal bands playing, but it's not a metal festival. It's like goth and alternative music. Um, it's very quickly becoming my favorite festival. Like The lineup they're putting out for this year is just amazing. Like it Every band that they're announced so far, I'm just like, fuck yes, I can't wait to see this. So, that one's looking really, really good for me. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was distracted. Alright. <clears throat> Sounds good. Well, there you have it. That's, uh, that's the questions that I... We'll say OzFest 2000 was the best OzFest because that was the one that Pitchshifter played. It's also the one that I couldn't go to, so it's the fucking worst OzFest. Drat. <laughs> Alright, that wraps that up. A little bonus episode. Uh, I feel like I've answered that question before. Possibly. I mean, I think, we did, I think we did like a festival question when we were talking about when we were talking with Chris. Maybe. But I don't think it was directly asking like specifically which OzFest was your favorite. Um... But yeah, if you guys want... Oh, I did Sonic Temples and Rock on the Range. No, don't do those anymore. If you guys want your questions answered, just metalheadjourneys.com. And the interactive section, submit them into there. I get them, and then I'll hang on to them. And once you get a nice little conglomeration of them, I'll do this. And get you guys up. How did I forget about the festival that I literally just went to last weekend? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm still tired from it. How the hell did I forget about that? All right. Fucking incarceration. All right. That wraps it up. We'll see you guys in the next episode, which should actually be our top five metal albums of 1980. So, look forward to that. This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com.